Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. So for those loyal listeners out there and anybody who's listening to us for the first time on this episode, I have a little secret to tell you. Uh, Dan and I took about a three-month hiatus from producing and taping our shows because I had my little baby boy. So today is the first time I'm back in taping since May. So believe it or not, all of those episodes that you all have been listening to throughout the summer were actually pre-taped. We normally try not to pre-tape, but Good thing we did, actually, um, because if anybody does follow me and understand my story, my family had a a bit of a hiccup um, with the delivery of my son. He landed himself in a five-week stay into the NICU at Women and Infants, so we had that going on. But, But we survived. We're here, and he's doing well, and it's really exciting for me to be back on the mic Um, doing what I love. We have Dan here producing, and I'm sitting here talking with you all today, and I have a really wonderful guest for you. Her name is Brielle, and she is the owner of Unique Chic Rentals. She is, um, gosh, when I was writing the show notes last night just to kind of prepare for uh, our conversation today, I was trying to think back, like, how do I know Brielle? And when did I meet her? And I was thinking to myself, it was many years ago. I met her even before she started this business. I basically needed a piece of my own furniture redone. And my husband, ironically, referred me to her because he says, I know this girl. I used to work with her. And she redoes furniture. And they, because they work together at Pro FM. So what's going to be nice is she'll have a nice little radio voice for you today. Uh, But with that said, we met many years ago, and I've actually had the honor of watching her business evolve um, from just working in her garage to if you ever follow her on Instagram or if you know of her, you probably have already seen her warehouse, her new space. But if you haven't, I'm sure today you will find her on her Instagram handles and her Facebook handles. And you can see like this large, like enormously large inventory of so much rental stuff and so much fun, unique stuff that she could bring to your event, by the way. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm really excited to introduce you to Brielle, and we're going to have a kind of a fun conversation today. We're going to talk about trends in the rental industry, what you can bring to your event to kind of give it a little bit of a little spark, a little different uh, take on what you might see at a 
quote-unquote normal event. She's going to talk about trends that are happening. We'll probably have a couple of good funny stories for you. But really today, I'm just getting back in the swing of my podcast, so bear with me as it's my first time. And I really want just for you to listen to our conversation that Brielle and I have about all things that do in rental and kind of bringing some spice to your event. So with that said, I'm going to introduce you to Brielle. So good morning, Brielle. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to have you here. So I would love for you to tell our listeners who don't know you um, who you are, what you do for your business, and who you serve. Sure thing. Um, well, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And hello, listeners. Um, so my name is Brielle Monaco, and I am the owner of Uniquely Chic Vintage Rentals, um, or formerly known as Uniquely Chic Vintage Rentals. Uh, we actually rebranded to Uniquely Chic Events um, this year. Um, and what we do in that portion of our business is we specialize in, um, pun intended, unique rental offerings, decor, um, and custom fabricated uh, designs and installations uh, for special events, uh, whether they be weddings, corporate, uh, commercial uh videography, um, film. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to work on quite a few movie sets and other TV productions as well. Um, and our sister company, um, Uniquely Chic Vintage, uh, as you mentioned earlier, restores, refinishes, and upholsters uh, vintage and antique furnishings. Awesome. Actually, speaking of movie sets, I was driving down Main Street East Greenwich yesterday, actually, taking my daughter to an art class, and I saw a movie set. Did you have anything involved with that? Uh, no, but um, they are filming Hocus Pocus 2 right up the street from us. That's what um, it is. And as of right now, we don't have any involvement. Um, however, I mean, I'm quite honestly hoping that uh, usually someone from the art department uh, comes around later on in the production phase and will reach out to us about if we can supplement any items for the set. I figured. I figured when you do movie sets, it's more you come in more last minute because I bet you they bring everything in and then they realize that they need some things and then they reach out to you. Exactly. Um, the same thing happened with um, uh, production they were filming down in Newport um, over the summer as well as we were most of our furniture or the majority of the furniture, I should say, featured on The Bachelorette that filmed in Newport a couple of years ago was ours as well. That's right. I remember that. And But I did. I was funny because I was driving by on Main Street because that's down where I live. And um, I saw the set and I'm like, you know what? I wonder if Brielle's involved with this. <laughs> Usually they reach out really late. Um, it'll be like, hey, we need this next week. And they're like, okay. And if honestly, if it's something that we can do or something we can fabricate, then we're more than happy to oblige. Um, but it's usually kind of a last minute thing on their end. Like you said, you know, maybe they bring a lot of the items in or they have, you know, a style and design that they want to go with and maybe that's not working. So then they reach out to us and see what we can do. I bet you in your industry though, a lot of people, I bet you, you have a wide range of types of clientele that you deal with. I bet you, you have the people that reach out to you when they first start planning their event, a year to two years in advance. And then I bet you have people literally call you like the week of. Absolutely. And yeah. more so now than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, for those listeners out there, the wedding and event industry is very, very crazy right now. It's uh, like, I don't even know even how to explain it. I think the best way of doing explaining it is just flat out just telling the truth. We're all sinking. Like if you talk to any event, uh, professional, we are just sinking. 
like, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we usually typically get a ton of last-minute inquiries on a consistent basis in previous years, but this year has escalated <laughs> that, um, as well as just, you know, carrying over and honoring all of our clients from past years that were affected by, you know, COVID, the ones that, um, you know, booked with us already for this year and trying to manage and handle basically two years wrapped into one. Um, so on the inside, I think we all want to die. But on the outside, as far as, you know, our clients and the other, you know, professionals and the venues and the other colleagues that we work with, you know, it's game face is on, smile is on, and it's showtime. Absolutely. I mean, when I say sinking, I mean, like, we're staying afloat. I mean, sure. we're doing it. But I just think we're all just very busy, which is which is a blessing. Um, but it's just unprecedented. I mean, we went from a year of shutdown to, like you said, but also like now we're doing all the events from last year to now. But on top of it, we're also dealing with just, honestly, a booming market. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are very, it's not just from last year. I have clients right now that, I mean, maybe it's the fact that we were not able to celebrate for a year that they just they just want to bring joy and happiness and I mean I'm getting booked dates like the, on weekdays weekends I mean people just want to party Same. yeah they just want to party mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're happy to oblige right yeah. well with that said let's talk a little bit about why you're here sure I want the listeners to kind of um, understand what you do understand that you're even available I think a lot of people don't even realize some of the services that mm -hmm. you have that you, that companies out there are doing what you're doing so why don't you kind of talk about a little bit the basics. Like, let's talk about an event space and what you can do for the clientele to basically transfer that room for them. Absolutely. Um, so we work at a myriad of venues, um, of course, outdoor, private, uh, you know, corporate, uh, commercial, golf clubs, you name it. Um, so there's no event space um, that's too large or too small to get quote unquote, reinvented um, in the style um, and aesthetic that a client is looking for. So uh, we do offer a full, uh, excuse me, full uh, styling and design as well, in addition to our rental offerings. So we basically sit down with the client, we, you know, understand the vision, there's a lot of sharing of images and communication. Um, and then from the ground up, we, um, you know, create the vision, so to speak, for their event. Um, and a lot of people get confused uh, that with event planning. So we offer styling design, meaning we work with all of the creative vendors, not that everyone's not creative, but you know what I mean, um, the florist, maybe even the calligrapher, as well as um, anyone else that a client is bringing in or that we've sourced for them that will help execute their vision. What we don't do is you know, say, okay, it's 4.03, time for the groom to walk down the aisle. So we're worried about the details and the creative element of, you know, the overall vision of the event, not so much the timeline as well as, you know, did the caterer arrive on time or something along those lines. Correct. So what you are servicing is, for example, um, I have a photo booth for my business. You know, rock the booth. And a lot of times someone might want like a custom lounge seat mm -hmm. area for people to sit down and take their photos or a backdrop. You can provide that. Or if you are getting married and you want a really cool like piece 
where you're getting married at, like, quote-unquote, the altar, but really not. It would be, like, sure. more outside. You can con- kind of design that. Um, you do lounge furniture. You do chandeliers hanging everywhere. I mean, you can you, you can do it all. I yeah. mean, actually, I've even seen where you can sometimes bring in um, some of the plates. and. Oh, yeah. Um, I think what a lot of people... Um, that already knew us, um, I guess, don't realize is that we're more than just lounge furniture, which don't get me wrong, it's great, and we have a, an amazing selection. Um, the ability, obviously, to create everything in-house and upholster it <laughs> based on demand um, is obviously super uh, important, um, But and it obviously helps us to work with clients because we may not have something that they are really desiring for their big day. So we can work with them on customizing and fabricating that as well as the backdrops and everything too. Um, but what a lot of folks don't realize is that we we really are more of a full service rental company at this point with, you know, the standard items such as farm tables and chairs. And we do offer, um, you know, all tabletop items as well, like goblets, glassware, chargers, plates, um, you know, silverware, of course. Um, the biggest thing that we don't do um, that a lot of our, you know, the rental companies in the area do very well, um, is linens. Um, and so we work with them quite often to help, you know, either A, refer a client to find something that they're looking for that we don't particularly have in our inventory. Um, so there's a lot of referrals going on there. And uh, we've got some great rental companies that we work with in the area that, um, you know, are awesome to work with and help us out. And we do the same for them. I think it's very important and for people to not gloss over the, one of the things you just said, which is pretty unique towards you, hence your name, um, is that you can design a piece for somebody custom if they want it. So if you don't have it in your warehouse and it's like, and it's something that they envision, mm-hmm. you could actually do that. Not sure. a lot of rental companies can. A lot of rem- rental companies go off of their inventory, but you can actually create a piece. Absolutely. So, um, with that said, I would love to chit-chat a little bit about trends that are seen. For those who are listening, pretty much probably are planning an event or a wedding. And I'm sure they're trying to think, like, what they want to do with this space that they just decided to rent. Mm-hmm. Um, at Whether it be their venue or their tent, a restaurant, wherever they should be getting married or celebrating their event. Can you tell them a little bit about what trends you were seeing this year and where you think it's going to start to go for next year? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I think a really important element when a client is deciding how to design their event is to be aware and also realistic about the space that you're in. Um, Meaning, you don't want to make a rustic barn type venue to try to look like a white, glamorous event, right? And you'd be surprised. And And I'm a huge fan of juxtaposition myself, and we like to incorporate old and new and different textures and patterns. Um, But I think it's really important for people to, you know, work within, work with what they're working with. You know what I mean? So one of the things you're saying for someone who's listening is when you go into a room, instead of trying to change it, you're saying work with the elements that are Right. I mean, they pick this particular place for a reason. Yeah. Right? So if it wasn't your style, maybe you should have considered, obviously, somewhere else. And if it is, then we, as well as, you know, other professionals, of course, um, can help you, you know, achieve the vision that you're going for. So as far as trends go, um, there's a lot of trends that are looking to be pretty popular right now. 
Um, and of course, time will tell. And there's others that um, I'm sure a few of us are pretty grateful have gone by the wayside. <laughs> uh, for example, <laughs> burlap and lace. Um, but if you're getting married in a rustic barn, then burlap and lace, you know, and other elements that fit that aesthetic is not a bad idea. Um, so right now we're noticing a lot of lucite about a really chic, very, I hate to use the contemporary, but modern fixtures. So I'm lucite seeing a lot of is mad popular right now. I'm seeing a lot of geometric shapes too. Same. Yeah. Is that still trending? Very much so. Mm -hmm. In different forms. Really? There's, you know, there's diamonds and there's triangles and there's, you know, arches. It, yeah. Every geometric shape you can think of, hexagons yep. and honeycombs. Um, and we've obviously answered that call as well. And we have probably, I don't know, 56 something different arbors and backdrops that are in various shapes because there's obviously a demand. So, you know, we're providing the supply. I've been seeing that. I've actually, Dan and I just did a wedding this past May uh, at the Glen Manor. And she had a very... It's one of my favorite places. Yes. I love women. And so she got married outside, obviously looking over the, the rolling hill and the water. And she had a very unique... I, I don't even know what shape it was. It was like a diamond. Honestly, it was like a diamond. I don't know. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's kind of like a skew hexagon. Yes. Yeah, I know yes. what you mean. Um, I guess I have to go back to the basics of learning my shapes. But with that <laughs> said, it was beautiful. It was made out of wood. So you had like the like the... The water with the wood, and then her, she had her floors decorate it. But these are the types of things for our listeners that you can do. Like, you can make that arch Absolutely. for her, Absolutely. And we have um, a welder on our team, multiple woodworkers on our team. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm a professional upholsterer by trade. Um, so at this point, and we have a lucite uh, or acrylic or slash plexiglass, however you want to, you know, uh, deem it, um, on our staff. So it's a matter of, you know, a phone call or just configuring some logistics. Yeah, speaking of the welder, I actually used you a few years back. Last it year almost doesn't count, so it, does, it, it, it might have been two years ago. It was two years ago. Isn't that crazy? I was, yeah. at, again, I was thinking about this. Like, that's what I was talking about uh, in the beginning of the show is saying, when did I meet her? I'm like, I feel like it was last year, but I started it wasn't because I obviously. feel like we've known each other for a Forever. long time. We've yeah. known each other for a good seven years. But what I'm saying is, it's like I, 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 when I look at the number, I was like, I can't believe it's been seven. But um, with that said, I called you up. I had this vision of for my mini sessions that I wanted something that was round, and I needed, and you, and you, you welded it. And I have it, and now I decorate it with all sorts of different stuff for all my mini sessions, whether it be flowers or balloon arches, but needless to say, you created it. And I literally had a vision in my head, and you created it. Um, with that said, though, what other trends, how about colors? Like, what are you seeing, or or not even colors, I want to know, like, what pieces are you seeing that you're bringing to these events that are trending? And also, too, what pieces are you not bringing to these events that you want to bring? A lot of geometric shapes, as we mentioned before, a lot of, like I said, lucite, whether it's in flatware, whether it's in, uh, we have lucite huppas, uh, which is a four-post arbor or arch, um, a lot of geometric stuff and a lot of stone. So, like, I feel like rocks and geology really became more important lately, you know, with, like, quartz and this and I don't... I Interesting, like what, so explain to people who don't know what lucite is, and then also to explain what you mean by rocks, like what can you do with rocks? Um, <laughs> well, more of the idea of rocks, so no, like like rose quartz, for example, it, we're seeing a lot of that uh, trending in like our silverware handles, our goblets, um, a lot of pink, of course, which is always going to be consistent, um, and china and glassware as well. Um, lucite is, is basically plastic, it's plastic clear glass 
but it's plastic. But, but it's also different colors. It can be, yep. certainly, yeah. Um, so it's just a very sleek, modern, you know, clear way to have an end table or to have, you know, an arbor or a backdrop. And the nice thing about that is it's clear. You know, we just did an event at Gurney's um, as well as the Chandler, and you're not using this solid structure that's going to be blocking the view of the water or this, you know, the scenery by the structure itself. I've seen a lot of chairs made out of that, too. Same, yeah. Yep. We yep. have plenty of those as well. Um, other trends, is, uh, whatever the Pantone colors, now they're kind of usually... Right now, top. they're the Pantone for this year is yellow and gray. Gray. So usually the trends for that year will, you know, kind of kick off a little bit based on the Pantone colors. We're noticing a ton of blue, which was actually Pantone's color of the year last year. Um, so maybe everyone didn't get their opportunity, so now they're using it this year. But that blue and white, um, like floral print china is really popular. Glassware is really popular. And also a very, um, like, neutral nautical kind of vibe mm -hmm. is going on, which is great because obviously we're the ocean state. Right. So um, a lot of whitewashed, you know, farm tables, furniture with that very neutral, like, kind of Hamptons vibe mm -hmm. of ivory linen. And obviously that goes with everything. Yeah, and I want to, like... For everybody who is listening, I'm sure they want to do something different. I mean, they, they're probably thinking, what can I do that's not done before? What can I do that hasn't been done often? So I really want to kind of throw them a nugget. So what is some stuff that you have sitting around that you just, you're just looking at and you're dying to bring to, like, an event? Um, well, uh, I've been provided the opportunity to make a succulent wall, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, <laughs> logistically, it's probably going to be pretty tough. <laughs> Not to make, but, you know, we whenever we produce something or acquire inventory, we have to obviously calculate how we're going to transport it right. and how many people it's required to lift it and remove it and, you know, set it up and whatnot. So uh, that probably poses a couple little, you know, issues there, but... Well, we'll nail but it, with I'm that sure. said, you have a succulent it's wall. It's super cool. So if anybody's listening yeah. who kind of wants to add this, you're already making it for somebody it's else. It's something different. Something so, different. So you know, a couple, quite a few years ago, that whole faux or or real, for example, boxwood greenery was really popular, and it still very much is. And the same thing with flower walls as well. Um, but a succulent wall is a little bit different. Um, I would love to utilize. We have a second canoe. Um, so a really popular thing uh, that we created this year was a, a canoe bar. Um, so it's a real canoe, um, and it got a facelift and got some uh, shelving added to it. And now we use it, uh, people rent it mostly for a back bar, you know, to, to keep beverages in over ice, or they use it as a raw bar. Um, and we've added a second one that's a little bit, because the original one's 16 feet. So, I mean, it's plenty. For a rubber and then some. Uh, we've added something a little bit smaller, like more like a dinghy. Um, so I'm pumped to use that um, moving forward as well as I'd love people to just get more creative. And like where, you know, they get very bogged down with um, details that no one is going to notice mm -hmm. and no one is going to care about. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that details don't matter because literally that's my job. Mm -hmm. um, but, so when we're dealing with, like, vintage antique furniture, the gold or the gilding that's on that furniture doesn't exactly match the brand new charger plates we have. But no one is looking at your furniture frame and your charger at the same time. And we're talking, like, a millimeter of a difference in shade. And I feel like a lot of clients are really, really concerned that everything's so matchy-matchy. And honestly, um, both from a professional and a personal perspective, 
having a little bit of diversity, uh, whether it's texture, color, pattern, um, can really elevate an event. And then it's not so cookie cutter because let's be honest, everyone's done blush pink, sage, ivory, and white at this point. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there are great ways that you can kind of elevate that event, even using those traditional wedding colors with texture, pattern, and design. I mean, some of the stuff that you just talked about, like going back to the color palette, the, the blush and the sages, that I think the reason why for us we say we want to see something different is because that is such a beautiful, timeless color palette. Agreed. I mean, I have never shot a photo that has those colors in it that I don't, don't love. Mm -hmm. So... That is it, that is just a classic, it, and it will never go out of style. So if you are the couple, that and nor are, should it, no. And if you are the couple that is looking for just a classic, very you know, you know, uh, never gonna like nothing's gonna fade in and out. That's the perfect palette for you. But like you said, if you're looking for something that's trendy and different, the drawback of that is it will fade out. But but you know, in the current time, you're 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 on par. Like so, like you just said, like don't worry about the details. Worry about the overall picture. So if you really want to trend it up, like these are the certain things you can do. I think too, a lot of times, I'm sure people who are listening might be feeling like they love all these ideas. Like I literally, my eyes lit up when you said canoe because <laughs> it's been it's very rare for me to get excited about something because I see a lot. I just right. see a lot, a lot, a lot. I haven't seen that yet. But what I'm saying is. I think as a listener, for it might be hard for someone to conceptualize what they can do. So kind of going back to what you originally were talking about, where you're not at a wedding planner, but you can assist and help bring elements in their vision. This is where a great opportunity would be for someone to talk to their wedding planner and say, this is what I'm looking to do. And then that person can reach out to you and then you can start coming up with some ideas to bring their vision to light at their reception. Absolutely. Believe it or not, sometimes corporate uh, events too. I've things, seen that. Oh, many. Yep. Um, and we, you know, we love doing those as well. Commercial stuff. Everything from soup to nuts has been done. And sometimes it comes full circle, mm -hmm. meaning we've literally worked on someone's bridal shower, then their ceremony, their sangeet, um, in different cultures is like pre-wedding, pre-wedding stuff as well. And then their ceremony, then their reception. And I've had clients even have a love seat made that they use for their sweetheart table that they wish to own and then have that as their, uh, you know, sweetheart table reception space seating, if you will, and then move that into their house. Then they're having their baby photos taken on it. So it can really come full circle. And it's cool for us because it was not most of our clients, sadly, like after they're done getting married, we generally don't get the opportunity to work with them again because most people are done at that point. Right. Um, right. So that's awesome. But what, to get back to your point, I'm sorry if I kind of went off track, is we're not, we're not wedding or event planners, but we're styling designers. So what we would do is we would work with the client themselves directly or with uh, an event planner that they have chosen to work with and basically execute you know, their vision of the ideas that they have um, and make them come to life. I mean, there is no project or no idea that, honestly, if it's the crazier, the better. Exactly. And one of the things, too, I think is, you know, when you go to your website and you look at your inventory, you have so much. And I think that somebody could look at them and be, get very overwhelmed and they don't know what to do, but you'll help them. Oh, absolutely. Like, sure. they can literally pick up the phone and they can kind of tell you their vision mm -hmm. and you could probably say, okay, like, go this part or, or check out this piece. You've done that for me. Like, I mean, granted, you're not 
not going to handpick every single piece for somebody. I understand that. We do. But, <laughs> oh, geez. Well, then that's a great service. Well, but, I, but you've sent me things where you've sent, like, you know, you said I was looking basically for, like, more of an armoire set. And you've sent me, like, three or four different options off of your website that I was able to pick. Visuals. You have the pictures. They're mm-hmm. right there. So I think it's really important for people who are listening to understand that, you know, you're not going to just you can, even though you're saying you're not going to plan their wedding, you can help them plan the aesthetics. Absolutely. But with that said, Brielle, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to kind of talk a little bit about pricing I want to kind of get into. I also want to get into when, when people should book you and talk a little bit more about inventory. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarazarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. All right, Brielle, so before we took our break, we were talking a little bit about trends and equipment and products, furnishings that you can bring to an event But let's talk a little bit about price now. How much will this be for people to rent? Is there an event minimum? Let's just dive in a little bit. Kind of give people a little bit of an understanding about pricing on rentals. Sure. Um, And if I may, just one thing on trends. Yeah. I think it's really important for people to do what they like. Ooh, yes. Absolutely. Um, So regardless of what's trending, um, aside from my recommendation on, you know, obviously taking inventory of the space that you're working in and making your event, you know, cohesive with that space as far as styling, design, and decor. I think it's important for people planning an event, regardless of what kind of event it is, to really go with what they like. It's ultimately, it's a personal preference. Um, So while, you know, maybe you and I are like, oh, blush pink again, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with it. And um, if that's what you like, then that's what you should do. And then you can incorporate someone like you know, us at Uniquely Chic or the myriad of other, you know, event styling designers, planners, um, coordinators, et cetera, florists, um, to really execute it in a really cool but different way, but keeping in line with, you know, ultimately what your personal preference is too. Yeah, I also too, I think as event professionals, we take for granted a little bit about the starting and the ending point. And what I mean by that is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is I really wanted, I saw a hole in the market, basically. Yes, we have the knot. And yes, we have the wedding wire, but that's all nationwide. I really wanted to hone in a little bit about what's happening in like the mecca of a wedding industry and event industry. I mean, people don't realize that this little small state that we live in is huge event state. So I really wanted people to understand kind of behind the scenes, hence the name, Unveil. I wanted mm-hmm. to unveil. I wanted people to kind of see what happens behind the scenes. So what I'm basically saying is I think we take for granted people understanding what you can do to a space. So people walk into a space and they just see an empty room. They see maybe a rug, maybe a floor, some windows, and some um, lighting. We understand what you can do. Exactly. Throw some uh, chairs in there, some uh, tables, and we have, and you just mentioned, now you have whitewashed um, barnwood tables. I mean, there's so much stuff you can do uh, that p- people don't understand what you can do. So it's really important for our listeners to start understanding that, ju- you know, they see these pictures 
but you can make this happen. Exactly. And it's just contacting the right people. I mean, if they see a picture and they show it to you, you can literally make that happen. And that piece can turn into, okay, this is a great piece for your ceremony. Now let's talk about your cocktail hour. And like, you can transform the, sp- the space. So I think it's really important for people to understand that we we are here to help them. It's really easy to do um, if you are calling the right people. So with that said, if somebody walks into their rental space and they rent a space, whether it be a venue or a tent or a restaurant, let's talk a little bit about what they possibly would be looking at for pricing and event minimums. Sure. Um, so all of our rental inventory um, is available a la carte. So the styling design uh, opportunities and assistance is a totally separate package based on the size of the event and obviously their vision. Um, and it's a much more hands-on process um, for us to work with the client about their aesthetics of their event for a long period of time. Um, and we also bring on other vendors as well. So we work with, like I said, Peak Event Services, Quality Rental, Rhode Island Rentals, um, even some smaller, more especially event rental companies like ourselves as well. So you're not limited to just our rental inventory either. So as far as rentals go, that um, is a very large and diverse price range. Uh, we have you know, apothecary jars um, for 25 cents a piece to you know, full-blown installations uh, with a 300-person, 16-foot-long champagne wall that'll run you around about a grand to rent for that, including, obviously, the shelving. Um, and the glasses are also available as well. Um, so it's there's a price point for every budget, um, and we will work really closely with clients to you know, either A, determine their budget that they want to stay within, or if their budget is a little bit looser, we can, you know, maybe recommend some other options for them as well, you know, to really elevate their event. Um, But really, this kind of the sky's the limit. And obviously, the farther away something is, uh, we're located right on the outskirts of Providence in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Um, The farther away something is, the more transportation and staffing requires to obviously physically get the items to the event. You know, obviously, uh, reflects on the price as well. A lot of times when I call you, you're out coming back from New, uh, like New York. So people need to understand that you do travel. Oh, very much so. Like you travel all over. Like I'll be talking, you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm just coming back from New York. And it'll be like nine o'clock in the morning. And I'll be like, so what time did you go for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we service all of New England as well as New York, New Jersey. Um, and quite honestly, um, I'm happy you know, to drive and as is my staff to pretty much anywhere someone will pay us to go, um, to be honest. And in fact, we just returned from a literally three-day trip to North Carolina. I drove all the way down there in a 26-foot-long box truck and drove all the way back after we made our delivery. Um, So there's kind of nowhere we won't go. Um, It's just helpful, obviously, to get a handle on the logistics and um, and the best way to do that so that we can be as accurate as possible um, is for clients to contact us almost as soon as possible. So there's never a time frame that's too early. So that was my next question. So was kind of take us through the process. But before you touch upon that, is there an event minimum? I know you talked about there's there's basically something for everybody, no matter what budget you mm-hmm. can find it. But is there an event minimum? There is. Um, and I'll be honest, we're pretty loose with it as well. Um, during peak event season, which for us, uh, the majority of 
our events or our busy period is April through October. Um, and then November, December, January, February, March kind of get a little quieter, but we're still quite busy with Christmas parties and mini sessions and, uh, you know, working with um, other types of events, um, even though the weddings portion kind of slowed down a bit. So during peak event season, um, we have implemented uh, effective 2022 um, an event rental minimum or rental minimum, excuse me, um, for locations over a certain mileage. So, for example, anything over 40 miles um, is like a $1,000 minimum because, um, quite honestly, uh, it's just not worth it for us to send our staff and transportation because, of course, everything needs to be transported in the vehicles that can accommodate it. So, so pretty much when you start to go outside the state is when you start to see higher event minimums. But when you're inside the state, right. you can work with somebody. And it really just kind of depends on what they need as far as delivery goes. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Yep. And if you're doing something on a weekday or you right. know, on a non-peak, I mean, there's nothing that we won't entertain. Right. You know, I'm more than happy to help, you know, either colleagues or private clients um, to get what they need during... Uh, you know, those off-season as well as peak season. It's just a matter of allocating our resources and our staff in the best way possible for us to give everyone the most professional um, experience. I would love to know when should someone start looking into their rentals and take us through the process a little bit. Sure. Usually about anywhere from two years to eight months in advance. So like you see the average, the majority of the people are two years to eight months. Yeah. Got it. About. So that way you can make sure that you have their inventory. Right. Got it. So unlike a lot of other rental companies, we're more specialty. So for example, there are plenty of items in inventory that we have mass quantities of, but a lot of like the backdrops, the arbors, you know, specialty seating, there is that one and that is all. So once it is gone, it is gone. Mm -hmm. um, or if it's reserved, um, then it's unavailable for that day. So we encourage clients to, and other vendors for that matter, you know, and colleagues to reach out to us sooner than later. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that way you ha basically have the best access to us as far as availability wise, as well as inventory, you know, You've got all the pickings there. But also, too, it's one of those things where we just talked about, you know, the, the movie set, the hocus pocus. I mean, you won't be surprised if you get a phone call, you know, sooner than later, you know, after they've already been doing their production. So kind of going back to events, I mean, if they've already planned their wedding or their event and they have a little bit of leftover funds or they want to put a little mm -hmm. spice to their room, there's nothing that you can't do. I mean, you, I'm sure you've been on the job two days right before you got called in. Oh, absolutely. And it like literally this weekend will be that same story. So yeah. if we can accommodate someone, we most certainly will. Um, so for anybody who's listening, if they haven't thought about maybe adding some rentals or something to their event, now's the time to start thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even always just big picture stuff. I mean, we rent tapered candles, like uh, LED ones, of course, mm -hmm. as well as pillar candles. I mean, vessels for florals. So we offer so much of a selection that it's not just limited to like these big, big things. And what we noticed a lot, especially last year, as well as this year, is that people are like, hey, I need a hundred mercury glass gold votives, but like, what am I going to do with this when my wedding is over? Like, what do you do? You go on, you know, the yard sale planning assistance page and you try to sell these things to another bride, which most people have, or many people have a lot of success doing. But if you... That's a lot of money to invest in something that you don't want to own permanently. Um, so a lot of clients utilize us for even some smaller wares, lanterns and, you know, stuff like that. That makes sense because one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking was, you know, why would somebody 
want to do it themselves versus not and leaving it up to the professionals. Like, I'm sure that there's a point where DIYs are, you know, cost effective. And then there's a point when it's not. Mm-hmm. Very much so. <laughs> um, and listen, uh, coming from a DIYer, that's how kind of all this began. Well, that's how you started. Right. So yeah. I, I get it. Um, if you have a friend of the family or, you know, a relative or something that is already in, you know, a woodworker and they're going to make you an arbor, then by all means, have at it. I think what a lot of clients don't realize is that not only is there the construction of the item itself, but then there's the execution and that's what they don't account for. So not only do you have to have someone probably from your your friends or maybe a bridesmaid or a groomsman setting up this structure for you 20 minutes before your ceremony is about to kick off when they should really be enjoying, you know, the party with everyone um, and enjoying the time getting ready. Like, you don't want to entrust a family member, no matter how great they may be, to do something that really an ex, like professionals should execute. Or sometimes also, too, that, you know, yes, they may be able to create it, but they're not thinking about, like you just said, the execution, but also to working with the other vendors that need to execute it. For example, an arbor sometimes most of the time needs a florist absolutely so you know now you have an installation piece that and also to the venue like you have to figure out how are you going to install like so many times i have been at a wedding where there's a beautiful piece but people are not thinking about the weather conditions mm-hmm. a wind or so, or just something so therefore having the professional that understands what these obstacles that you can do run into it might be beneficial Obviously. For sure. Yeah. And we've experienced, you know, in the beginning, we experienced a couple. And we, you know, fortunately, nothing catastrophic happened. But we, we learn, you learn a lot. And when you do this day in and day out, easily eight to 12 times a weekend, um, it's something that we take for granted because we're so privy to the installation process that a DIYer or, you know, someone not as familiar may have a problem with. You know, do you stake something down? Is there, is, is it going to rain all over everything? Is... You know, the wind going to be a factor. Like you said, every venue, every venue has its own rules and policies as far as installation times, delivery times, pickup times, strike down times. Sometimes we repurpose things from the ceremony into the reception space as well. You have to communicate and coordinate with the florist and the other, um, you know, event colleagues, too, so that everything is a seamless process. And um, it's a lot more work on the back end than I think a lot of people realize. And that's why sometimes there's a time and a place for someone who wants to create. I also think it's really special to create something special for your event. But at the same time, you got to understand that, you know, especially for the people who are listening right now, if you want something created at your wedding and you just want to basically say it out loud, have it done and not think about it and then show up and right. see it's, that it's there, that's when they call you. Exactly. And, and, and period. Like, like basically, you know. If, if for some, if they see a picture or they saw something that inspired them, and they or they're thinking that like I don't know exactly what I want, Brielle, but I want something X, Y, and Z like this, you can basically create it. You'll deal with the venues, mm-hmm. you'll deal with the installation, you'll bring it, you'll set it up, and you'll take it away, mm-hmm. and they don't have to ever look at it again. Like meaning, like deal with it again. They can just show up and see it really beautiful. Exactly. My favorite thing as a photographer. And I kind of talked about this earlier in the show is that, you know, we see our client's vision put together. So whether it be a wedding or a a bridal shower or a baby shower or a corporate event, I every single time I go somewhere, 
even though I've already been at that venue over and over again, it always feels a little different because I have I see my clients' taste come to light and I just love watching all of their colors and their ideas and their just come to pl- come to fruition basically. And it know? is. It's a cool process. Um I don't disagree with you. It's fun for us as well. Um but it can be done as you know and I'm sure you've seen this too. Mm-hmm. Um again, not you know, poo-pooing anyone who wants to DIY. There are just some things that are better left to professionals because then it's blatantly obvious sometimes when no one else is involved. And it's like, you know, for a small investment, you know, you could have had something executed really well. And then all the other vendors, of course, and the venue will thank you because now you've involved someone that literally that's their area of expertise. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no one wants anything to, to go down, to fall down, to break, whatever. And unfortunately, you know, that's the risk you run if you try to create things or implement ideas that isn't really your wheelhouse. I mean, I know how to change oil, but that doesn't mean I want to be a mechanic. Right. You know, Um, so just some stuff is better left to the professionals. Um, And we're happy to hang signs and do, you know, we go above and beyond. Um, Even without the styling design packages, we simply don't just drop everything off and and take off. We set everything up for our clients um, and really go the extra mile. Um, and we work, like I said, with other rental companies really well, and we all help each other out. So it's just a nice community of, of professionals and colleagues that make an event even better than it already was. Yeah, and speaking of that, I mean, you did say something about the style and design packages. So obviously, you do have packages just for rental, which is rental delivery and sure. pickup, and then you also have your style and design packages. So I'm sure if someone was to call you, you could kind of talk them through what package is correct for them. Also, too, it obviously depends on budget. Right. So, you know, you can easily, it sounds like to me, you can easily just basically deliver, set up, install, and leave, or you can actually help them style. And again, you're not planning their wedding, but you're planning the aesthetic portion of their wedding. Uh, With that said, we've talked a little bit about pricing, a little bit about trends, style. Before we get into the wrap-up question, is there any funny stories or any little nuggets that you just want to leave the listeners with? I know I put you on the spot, Brielle, because you're laughing over here, but I just, I mean, is there just something that, you know, just is, it's, it's something that is as a listener, you wish that someone told you, like if the, if you were planning, well, actually, for those listening, <laughs> uh, you will be planning your event. Uh, Brielle is newly engaged, yes, and I'm sure once you get out of the thick of all this, you'll start planning your wedding. But with that said, is there something that, you know, you would tell yourself, basically, who is planning an event? Do not stress the small stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, again, as it is our job, as is yours, and everyone else is to pay attention to detail, no one is going to be like, wow, you know, the color of this wasn't exactly the same color as that. I think people get really psyched out with just everything having to be so, so matchy-matchy and so, so perfect. And, you know, and when I talk to clients um, after their event, they don't remember it. They don't even, they don't even... They're like, how was everything? Or they see the photos and they're like, oh, right, that's how that was. But, like, it is such a whirlwind from what, you know, I've been told because I've, as you mentioned, yet to be married, Mm -hmm. um, which will be a destination wedding because I, quite honestly, really love what I do, but I have... You don't want to work in... You don't want to get married in your workplace. Yeah, just... (laughs) I I haven't made myself a piece of furniture. Why would I plan my own wedding? So, um, you know, and honestly, I know too many many colleagues and and other, you know, professional vendors that we work with that I I would have a really hard time picking, Mm -hmm. you know, 
someone to be my photographer, but be totally honest with you. So, and honestly, I just want a vacation and God knows we could all deserve it and use it. So, you know, I, I, it's funny that you say that though. I have a study, for, I have a story for you kind of going along the lines of don't sweat the small stuff because you know, your guests are going to walk into the room and they're going to see everything that you did. They don't gonna, know right. what was supposed to be. Right. And they're going to be right. wowed. They will Absolutely. obviously, but they are not going to hyper-focus on, I mean, some minutia detail right. that you've been stressing about. Yeah. So here's, here's a, I'll leave with a story before we go on the wrap-up question. I'll, so I, Dan and I were photographing a wedding two weeks ago. I'm not going to mention the venue because I don't want to give it away to my poor client who still to this day doesn't know. Don't sweat the small details. And it goes to sh- prove your point. So um, when everything is put together, there's a wow factor. Mm-hmm. When the florals are there, when the uh, you know the place settings there, when your menus are there, when your chairs are there and your linens are there and the uplading and, and everything's there, it's one big masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Normally what happens behind the scenes is when people are doing their cocktail hour is when us photographers are in the event space photographing the details that we've been talking for the last 40 minutes, right. all what you do. Which we really appreciate. Right. Thank Absolutely. you so very much. So a lot of the times we'll walk in and it won't be completely set up. So we'll start focusing on the stuff that is. So this particular wedding, I walked in and I'm not even joking. I literally, and I know this was like $150,000 on top wedding of like just the extras, extras at this venue. And I saw her linens and I just, literally my eyes bugged out. I was like, whoa, that's ugly. I'm not even kidding. Like I thought I was like that, that was a mistake. Like, because I, I could just tell there was supposed to be gold, but they mm-hmm. were yellow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right. And I just know the client. I know they wouldn't have picked that out. Right. This was on every table. She had 250 guests. So there's usually about 10 to 8 people per table. It was on every table. And the event coordinator was like, yep, the linen company delivered the wrong color. But at this point, what are you gonna do? there's nothing you can do. There's not right. because in or, what people. Well, do. I know what I would have done. Right, but but, but the pro, I, exactly. But but here's just where the judgment call has happened. And so the point what I'm saying is, you know, unfortunately for listeners who are listening, you might think like just call up the rental company and switch it out. But what they don't realize is everything is set up on top of the linens. Mm-hmm. So if the linens aren't correct, they can't even set up. So it's either you you have a delayed cocktail I mean, reception because they're at cocktail hour, or you just proceed and set up. They proceeded and they set up. However, and I say however. Nobody noticed. And I didn't right. even notice because as the lights got dimmed and as the uplighting came on, like this yellow that was supposed to be a gold, you couldn't even tell. Right. It, was, it was, her room was so beautiful. In fact, the venue has asked for these pictures to use on their website. They want to use it for promos because they love what she did. But the point of what I'm trying to say is don't sweat the small stuff. I, I literally walked into that room and there was nothing placed on the table. And even I was like, ooh, now, hey, now. But. After everything was said and done and everything was put together, you couldn't even tell. You couldn't even tell um, because the lights were dim. We forget about that. We forget about how the environment was going to be. The lights were dim. Candles were put on. There's flowers. Uplighting. Exactly. There's ambient lighting. There's so exactly. don't sweat the small stuff is the moral of my story. And by no means am I saying, like, just throw caution in the wind at all. <laughs> or we don't care about details because literally that's the basic functionality and the premise of our, our business. But... Um, I've had to talk some clients off a ledge mm-hmm. about things that are really not going to be make or break scenarios. No, and, 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 and find alternative. Our job is to find alternative ways to to make it work. Right, you know and, I mean? and that's what the venue did. They 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 dimmed her lights a little bit more. They asked the DJ to bring in more uplighting. 
my point, I guess what I'm saying is like, if she walked into that room at that moment, that would have been a whoa. But you know what? She walked in when everything was set up and it was okay. And you need to entrust in the professionals you've hired. Well, and that's, that's right. Because you know what? It was her event planner and her event coordinator was smart enough to be like, we don't have the time to fix this, but what we right. can do is dim the lights and therefore bring in more uplighting. The point is it all worked out. And that's stuff that we know mm-hmm. that clients single-handedly trying to design and style and execute their event don't know. No. No. So we've got every trick up our sleeve. We've seen it all. We've done it all. And we know how to handle it. And you just have to trust in the process that the professionals you've hired are going to make your vision come to life. And sometimes we need to make executive decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's, you've deemed that power. And obviously we'll communicate with them too. But if you've hired the right people, we know what we're doing. You don't have to worry about a thing. Nope. And enjoy your day. That Please. was it. That was it. They they knew what to do with the lights. They knew who to call to bring in more lighting. I knew well enough to not photograph the pictures until everything was mm-hmm. put on there. And I did a little bokeh blur effect when I was photographing really nice. close up, and we were good to go. But with that said, let's do the wrap-up question. So could you tell what our listeners what some key points that couples should be asking any rental company when they're inquiring to make sure that they are working with a professional company to ensure that their wedding day is a perfect event. Absolutely. Um, We always encourage um, anyone inquiring uh, to look at social media as well as um, we're happy to provide you with a list of referrals in addition to the ones that are public and online and reviews as well. Um, You want to make sure that your any of your vendors and colleagues, excuse me, or event professionals are insured, uh, licensed the whole nine yards. Um, and a lot of venues, you know, they ask for that information anyways. But um, that's really how you can decipher between the pop-up scenarios and the people that are in it for the long haul. Um, and truthfully, not everything on this planet is you get what you pay for, but usually it is. Um, so, you know, we've had folks reach out and be like, wow, well, I can make that myself. And it's like, with the cost of wood these days, have at it. <laughs> um, and then think about transporting it. Think about the logistics of it waning and all that kind of stuff. So I would, you know, just tell clients to, you know, go into it with an open mind. Ask the right questions. Where do we deliver to? That uh, Believe it or not, I can't tell you how many inquiries we get that people don't tell us the date. Or I'll say the location. They go, mass. It's like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, could you be a little more specific? <laughs> Because we'd like to know the venue and the logistics that we're working at as well, whether it's a backyard or we have to go up 80 flights of stairs or use an elevator, you know, at certain venues. So that basic stuff, believe it or not, people fail to do. Date, location, and then from there, um, you know, we can pretty much answer any questions you may have and give you some accurate pricing and and information. So basically, the takeaway is tell your rental company your date and location. That's number That'd one. Good. Yep. Step two <laughs> is to make sure that they're insured and look at the reviews. Mm-hmm. And then step three would be like give them your in- their like their inspiration, their palettes, their ideas, so that way you can start to kind of run. Exactly. With it. I've never been. I've never turned away a Pinterest board. You know. And then we start because I mean we're great at what we do, but I'm also not a mind reader. So right. when I someone's idea of what modern and eclectic is, and mine may be very different. So having those images, whether it's a Pinterest board or just a gallery or, you know, screenshots that they've saved is a great jumping off point, even with our custom furniture clients, mm-hmm. because I want to make sure we're on the same page. And then from there we can start to build and design, you know, your perfect day. And I do want to say something um about insurance. I'm sure, well, I don't know. It sounds like not everybody in your business is insured. They should be. I mean, they're they're bringing some massive 
pieces and trucks in. But well, if they're not, it's because they're not. Okay. You know, well, I mean, because, truthfully, I mean, there was probably a year or so that like that never even occurred to me. You know, I mean, because I didn't know any better. Well, right, you were new. You know, a long time ago, new. right? But now, I mean, not only do we want to insure our stuff for our benefit in case right. something happens, you know, so that we can replace it or mm-hmm. whatever, but also, most importantly, is so that, you know, when you're executing, especially arbors and backdrops and this, these big things, that a we've thought every different scenario to make this a suitable, structurally sound installation. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, and the obscene chance that something does go wrong, that your guests and you and your, you know, your partner are safe. I mean, that's right. what, at the end of the day, all that matters is everyone's safe. Right. The reason why I brought that up is I know in, in, in our industry, the photography industry, it's amazing to me how many photographers are not insured, mm-hmm. period. Like, that should be the number one. Nobody should have anybody walking in as a hired professional that you're paying money to right. that's not insured. There's no protection of anybody, whether it be safe, but also, too, protection against the person who's spending money on them and also to the venues if anything was to go wrong. Of course. Um, but with that said, I am so – I want to thank you so very much for joining me on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. Thank you. It's been a yeah. pleasure. You helped our listeners. You made me get out of work for a little bit. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> well, you know what's funny, too, just for everybody listening, is um, Brielle – I'm going to uh, – for the show notes um, – for everybody who's listening, they know that they can always go to our blog and always see our show notes. I'll have an entire write-up in the show notes of this entire episode. But I am going to have a picture <laughs> of Brielle with her beautiful headshot. But behind the scenes, you know... You... I don't look like that. No, you do! Not because it's fake, but because, I mean, I just don't dress up to go to work. You know, I mean, you... you... I'm covered in paint and sawdust all day, so I wear my typical black outfit and... Then maybe if you see me out, I look totally different. That's, that, that's what I was about to say. It's like I always see you because you come and go before I show up. Right. So I always see you all dressed up. But if you ever see somebody, if, if anybody ever sees you on the job, they basically will see whatever you were working on right before you oh, came. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were bleaching something earlier, which is the discoloration on this. Um, and we'll be painting something red later. So, But I think that's important for people to understand that you are the face of the business. You are also the person who's the creator. Yeah, I get down and dirty like everyone else, you know, and the other, you know, people that we work with. I mean, that's how it started. Um, And that's honestly the part that I really enjoy as well is creating things. So um, bring it on. We'd love to to create some new installations this year and do some cool, fun, unique ideas. I love it. You helped our listeners become one step closer to their journey of a stress-free wedding planning. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Um, Driving around in a Mack truck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can find us at www.uniquelychicvintage.com. Um, we're obviously on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, I think. Um, I don't tweet, but someone I pay does, I think. <laughs> uh, I don't even, I don't, don't Snapchat. I don't even know what that is. So, um, I'm not even that old, but I'm like so removed from social media. I know what I know. And then I, I put those things in the hands of people who do them best. Um, so for our, so for this, for our listeners, I will post all Brielle's social media <laughs> hand, handles, and um, you can find all the information in this in the show notes on my blog and our website, sarahzarella.com backslash podcast, and I will contact Brielle's social media person and get her links for you guys. <laughs> I know that much, maybe. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you in another couple weeks on Thursday's new episode. 
Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.